This week's episode is sponsored by Jagged Edge Productions and ITN Studios' Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2. Only in theaters, March 26th to March 28th. The suspenseful and thrilling sequel to last year's immense hit, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, amplifies the gore factor with ten times the number of kills to put fans both new and old at the edge of their seats. After Christopher Robin reveals their existence, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, and Owl land on the endangered species list as hard targets. Unwilling to hide in the shadows, the ultimate scream team embarks on a murderous rampage through the town of Ashdown to get their revenge on Christopher Robin, once and for all. So don't miss out, and mark your calendars to catch the limited engagement of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2, only in theaters March 26th to March 28th. Tickets are available now. Get in, losers. This is the Lady Killers, a feminine rage podcast. I'm Jen. I'm Sammy. I'm Rocco. And I'm May. Our podcast is a tribute to the female identifying killers in horror and more. Each episode will feature us, your Supreme Court of female murderers, discussing our favorite lady killers from your Julias and Jennifers to your Carries and Christines. We'll tell her story, decide if it's good for her horror, and answer the most important question of all. Would we die for her? Join us on Thursdays as we pull on our sweaters, snatch our ice picks, sharpen our scissors, and honor the lady killers who live on the silver screen. No boys were harmed in the making of this podcast. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, constant listeners. It's Jen to the Rage Adams. What you're about to hear is a clip from our first Collecting King episode in nearly three years, featuring Tony Petro of Tony's Horror Corner. How do you hear the full interview? Become a librarian over at our Patreon, The Barons. You can find a link in the description of this episode, or you can visit www.patreon.com slash the barons. Hope to see you there over long days and pleasant nights. So look, this is the first time we've been doing, we used to do Collecting King. We had a couple installments back in 2019 or 2018. Jesus, it's been that long. And we, for some reason, we just stopped because I, I guess it was just got too, um, I don't know, we were doing too much stuff at this the, at once. And I felt like during the pandemic, especially seeing everyone bonding together, knowing that this podcast itself really spawned from Bookstagram, I thought we got to bring it back. You know, yeah. I, I really wanted to bring it back. I think it's great for the fans. I think that there is some amazing readers out there. I think when you think of constant listeners, constant readers of Stephen King, it's it's bookstagram it's it's literally the collectors it's those out there that are celebrating yeah. like everything stephen king not just the stories but the encasing of the stories the you know the display of the stories because that's so important you know i mean i think we you know we don't want to sit there and say let's not judge a book by its cover but let's be honest you know you're going to a bookstore you're seeing the cover there's an there's a magic to it and i think that's oh yeah i mean you, you know, his his books are so uh easily recognizable like you go yeah. to the store and you definitely see it you know like oh there's king there's king there's king like yeah yeah i, and I feel like he, he's definitely got one of the more eye-catching spines it's oh, just 
totally, totally. So like, you know, that's a good sec because I'm going to ask you now, when was the first time your eyes were caught on King and what, what's your origin story into King's Dominion? Yeah, well, honest, I mean, honestly, it's it, it wasn't so much as like that I saw him at a store or anything. It just, I I was reading a bunch of books about like kids with powers and I stumbled upon Carrie. Yeah. Like just totally by accident. And <laughs> like, and, and I read it and I was like, this was pretty awesome. And then I, I took kind of a break. Like I went away to, I had my summer before college, you know, where I just, all I wanted to do was just spend time with my friends and make some money and then go to go away, go to school. Yeah. Um, and then when I was at school, like toward the end of that first fall semester, I uh, found out I actually had a brain tuber. So then I came home and I got that removed, like did that whole surgery process. And then that Christmas before my mom had gotten me, it was the year Dr. Sleep came out. So I got that for Christmas and I was like, I can't read that without reading The Shining. So like during my whole surgery recovery thing, I, I read The Shining. And um, I think like part of that, just being like kind of stuck at home, not really being able to do anything. Mm-hmm. And the way King writes that book, like I definitely got lost in the overlook and it kind of helped me escape like what I was dealing with. And then after that, I just started burning through his book. So like, I remember my mom like went to the bookstore and came home with a few others. And then after that, like I went with her and um, I grabbed a ton for myself. And it was those like the signet, like the white and colored ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like those little mass market paperbacks. Like those were the ones that were at B&N when I was first collect buying his stuff. So I just like grabbed a bunch of them and just consuming as much as possible. Yeah. And then it just it's been a train ride since then <laughs> wow so it really so it was an escape for sure then yeah. um gosh i didn't know that that's awful that's a uh, congratulations though that's amazing Thanks, yeah you know something wild and then when i read the dark half it definitely freaked me out a little bit i so. was gonna say i you know it's i was debating in my head right now i was like am i gonna do i make the, the tad bone joke but uh, uh no. yeah so um yeah that that's that's in, that's wild i mean for in terms of his work though you know uh, i imagine any escape at that point was probably optimal but you yeah. know what is it about his work that really caught your eye though you know is it was it his prose was it just the the table setting you know what 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 really hooked you do you yeah feel? i think for me it's like this and i mean he still does it to this day but like like his characterization like he's just able to make these people that are so real to you and then you connect with them in so many different ways and and then uh, his atmospheres are always oh yeah I so visceral and so real. Just, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like every time I read a book, like I'm always instantly immersed and feel like I'm right there with these people. Yeah, yeah. That's that's we you know we have our section the word processor of the gods, and it's usually you know I love that the, the, the yeah. pros the the pros that we have that's just our, our favorites. And I'm always so um, redundant in that it's like if he writes like a great. Uh, you know, like mood piece where it's just like a bunch of, you know, weather that's going through, you know, some terrain and it's like a new England town and you get like the golds and the reds and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I've probably read the same passage and variations for every book. Like it, it just yeah. always hooks me and I'm sure everyone is just like, Oh, there he goes. Just, you know, we're often talking about the wind again, but uh, yeah, I, the, there's the atmosphere is, is certainly something that's always hooked me in about King. You know, I think I just, you could tell that it comes from a place of um experience you know like he writes what he knows and clearly he knows maine so like i mean i've never been to maine before and i still feel like i've been there just because of his books Um, yeah and it's so i mean you'll probably eventually make that trip but when you do go like go to bangor and you'll see dairy i mean it's crazy how 
not I mean obviously accurately because he's sitting right there when he was writing the story but it's yeah. really wild to see like all these iconic moments from it and just come to life like in front of your eyes like seeing the barons and seeing the the Kandusky, like all that stuff and yeah i can't wait finding uh, into the parks like it's definitely worth the trip it's really cool 